The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Do you feel that you're losing the battle with looking and feeling your best? Stop! Welcome to Body Balance Talk with your host, Lucy Hewitt, and her guest experts. Your body has an outstanding ability to heal itself and stay healthy. It's up to you to get the process started. Now, here is Lucy Hewitt. Welcome to Body Balance Talk. I'm Lucy Hewitt, nutritional therapist. And I'm Madeline Hewitt. And I'm Janie Schmidt, PharmD, and we'd like to welcome you to our show today. Here it is. It's a Friday afternoon in Minneapolis, and do you know it's November 15th, and it's a beautiful sunny day, and it's about 52 degrees. I'm sitting right out here in this nice glass atrium, and to my right is an orange tree. I just can't believe it. There's an orange tree I'm sitting right next to, and I'm here in Minneapolis, where probably a lot of you think that we have a lot of snow and ice, but we actually don't have any of that going on. The um, ground has no snow on it. There's no ice. And it's just simply a beautiful day. I just thought I had to put that out there. And putting it out there because I just returned from a trip uh, from from North Carolina in Asheville. And um, those people kept on saying over and over, oh, you're going to be returning to the tundra and the snow and the ice, but that's actually not what's happening at all today. So, well, we'd like to welcome you to our show, and we'll be talking more about the holidays today, and we'll be talking about stress and relaxation, and we've got a few great recipes to share with you, and it should be a fun-packed show, and we're taking callers today. That's you. So call in and let us know any struggles that you might be having with holiday time or struggles that you might be having with stress. You know, it's that holiday time of the year. It's it's coming up here. And when we can, sometimes we get carried away with stress and family issues and cravings and maybe even low energy. We just love it if you call and let us know either your struggles and your questions or maybe you have something that you do every year to keep yourself feeling great through the holidays. Our number is 1-866-472-472. 5792. We'd love to hear from you. And as I was just mentioning, my husband David and I, we just returned from a trip, but just a wonderful trip. We were in Asheville, North Carolina. I've never been there before. And I just, those mountains, it's in the Blue Ridge Mountains. I just thought it was absolutely breathtaking and beautiful and such amazingly clear, clean air. And we were at a transformational retreat and it was, it was in this place called Isis Cove in these Blue Ridge Mountains, and it was put on by an organization called Venus Rising. It's all about transformation, and uh, and it, it was so wonderful that during this retreat, we had this great, healthy food prepared by a, just such a lovely woman. Her name was Sarah Jane, and so for every meal, in between you know all of our retreat activities, we would go in this kitchen, and we all ate together 
you know, family style. And Sarah Jane just made a variety of vegetables, and she used coconut oil, butter, olive oil. There's pl- plenty of oils and fats in her cooking. And the meats that she used were just such high-quality meats and fish and eggs. And she did actually make some desserts, these desserts, and all the food that she made was gluten-free, and it was dairy-free. And believe it or not, it was absolutely delicious. Every time we sat down and ate, I just, I said to David and the other people that I was sitting with, I just said, oh my God, it just, this feels so good to eat this food. And something, in talking to Sarah Jane, I told her what I do over here. I'm interested in healthy cooking and and nutrition. And so we exchanged a number of ideas. And something that I learned from Sarah Jane was this coconut cream. She she would take the coconut cream that you would get in a can. It's it's very, very thick. It's much thicker than coconut milk. Very thick. You, you kind of think, well, this isn't really going to work out. But she took the coconut cream and whipped it up in place of dairy whipped cream. And she just sweetened it lightly with stevia. And really, it got thick, just like whipped cream would. And you'd have no idea that you were eating this dessert that seemed like it was just smothered in whipped cream. But it was actually this whipped coconut cream. And so we just wanted to put that out there for all of you because Thanksgiving is coming up. And we, in a few radio shows ago, we had talked about great foods to make for Thanksgiving and we got down to dessert and we told you, you know, there's going to be this pumpkin pie recipe coming. And Lucy's been working hard on it. She made yes. how many, three or four or six four. or yep. four different, different pies and she fine-tuned this wonderful recipe for pumpkin pie, which essentially is eggs and of course pumpkin and a bunch of other things in there but what isn't in there there is no dairy there's no sugar in there and there's also no grains and um lucy do you want to just just tell us what that recipe is and where we can also find it definitely yes if you'd like to look online now or jot it down to look later it's on our blog at mybodybalancenutrition.com it's the pumpkin pie recipe and if you have a pen with you right now write down these ingredients so you start by making the pie crust there's a three quarters of a cup of coconut flour two eggs, one stick of pasture butter that's already been melted on the stove, one teaspoon of the liquid stevia, and we like the new stevia, liquid stevia brand, and then a quarter teaspoon of Himalayan salt. So you take all those ingredients, mix them up into a bowl, and you'll create a crumbly dough. Pat that into a pie pan. Then, so you don't roll it out? Nope, you don't roll it out. You don't need to grease your pie pan. You take the dough and you use your fingers to pat it into the pie pan. Oh, that's such a relief because I, I, I really used to make pies a lot. And one of the biggest struggles, I think, of making pie is rolling that dough out. And yes. you, know, you roll it out on this cloth and fold it in half. And oftentimes the whole thing falls apart. But yeah. this sounds a lot more simple. You just pat it right into your pan. It is, yes. And it's cleaner. You don't have that flour everywhere so very simple and you can make it as elaborate as you'd like so if you want to make a fancy crust edge at the top you can do that or you just 
make it even simpler by patting it in evenly. Oh, you mean like that fancy fluted edge? That yeah, you the fluted edge. Your fingers into okay. exactly. Yep. So you make the crust, you pat it into your pie pan, and then you make the pie filling. You just take the same bowl that you made your crust in, and you combine two and a half cups of canned pumpkin. For so for us, it was one can of. 15 ounces of pumpkin plus an extra half a cup. So two and a half cups of canned pumpkin total, six eggs, two tablespoons of ground cinnamon, two teaspoons of ground ginger, one teaspoon of ground nutmeg, and a quarter teaspoon of ground clove, a quarter teaspoon of Himalayan salt, and then the liquid stevia, a teaspoon of liquid stevia. Now, if you like your pie sweeter, then what you want to do is blend up the pie filling, mix it up until it's smooth, taste a little bit, and if you need it sweeter, then just add a little bit more stevia. So, once you combine all of your pie filling ingredients and you mix it up until smooth, you pour that right into the crust. Then you put the crust and the pie, the whole pie, into the oven, 350 degrees Fahrenheit, bake for 50 to 60 minutes, or you can tell that it's done when you insert a knife into the center and pull it out and the knife is clean. So for me, I had quite a deep pie pan, so it took about 70 or even 80 minutes for my pie to be done. Yeah, most pie pans aren't that deep. So if you right. have kind of a more conventional pie pan, you might actually have a little bit of extra filling. So this might make a little bit more than one pie, depending on if you're using an 8-inch or 9-inch or 10-inch pan and just how deep it is. So you just play with that a little bit with your timing. But it sounds like the key is that um, even though Lucy is telling you that the number of minutes here, you want to make sure that it's going to be firm in the center of the pie before exactly. you take it out. Is that right, Lucy? That is right, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep, and then after it's done, you let it sit on the counter at least 30 minutes, and then you can serve it. So it'll firm up a little bit more, and then it's ready to serve. And that's what you can serve with that coconut cream that's whipped. And I, I wouldn't recommend whipping that coconut cream and putting it on the hot pie. You'd have to wait till it cools. Mm-hmm. Or you cut the piece of the pie if it's warm and then just have your coconut cream in a different pan and then just put a dollop on it right on your plate. But probably don't put that on the whole pie or the whole thing's going to be melting yep. for you. Yes, and this is also good to put with the coconut kefir ice cream. Jeannie, you were going to talk about that recipe. Yeah, yeah the coconut kefir ice cream, we're going to actually talk about it a little bit later okay. in our show. And um, we we did talk about it in one of our other shows, but I think if we have time at the end, we'll go through that, that coconut, the kefir ice cream as well. But we want to get back a little bit to this, this healing retreat. This is a spiritual retreat, and, you know, m- many people look for these types of retreats or just some sort of spiritual healing that many, many people do. And it could be in your church. It could be, you know, nothing that's religious oriented. It's just really finding out who you are and following your soul purpose. And it's something that many, many, many people do. And why are we talking about that in the nutrition class or the nutrition radio show here? Um, The reason we're speaking about this is because 
We really think that anybody who is searching for for greater healing, you know, it's a spiritual sense. So you kind of think a little bit like up in the air, a little bit maybe possibly ungrounded. Well, well, we really believe that you're going to do a lot better with that if you pay attention actually to your physical body at either at the same time or before that, meaning that it's difficult to pursue things like spiritual healing if you're not tending to your physical body, meaning the nutrition, the food that you choose to put in your body, and the way that you choose to move your body. And um, I, I learned this well in, in a lot of different ways. But one particular person from from a different retreat I was in a couple of years ago, and this guy's name is Steve Jacks, and he does a variety of retreats. But he he started out as a fitness person and actually started with the company Les Mills as the trainer. And um, he's a super physically fit guy. And then he got into nutrition, and now he's into lots of energy healing, and takes all kinds of retreats to Africa and and really all over the world. And so he he addresses all three. And when I was in a retreat with him a couple of years ago, he was talking about how important it is that a person really actually start with their physical body and start with the movement or exercise and start with the nutrition and pay attention to your physical body. That if you're going to pursue the spiritual, it's very difficult to do if you leave your physical body behind and continue to feed it with foods that are unhealthy or not not good for you at all, or maybe you don't exercise at all for you, then it's difficult to pursue the spiritual. And um, <clears throat> we find that people, you know, we are on this earth plane, and we do have physical bodies, so it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to ignore that. So you want to put attention on it, and that's, that's what we're talking about here in our nutrition show of Body Balance Talk, of how you can feed your body with, with good food and good nutrition. Um, Madeline, you have a couple other things to say about that, of when somebody seems to be on their healing path. Yeah, well, you know, we just have so many people that come to the studio here who are going through transformation, whether it's that they start exercising or they're changing their diets or um, anything else that, that they're doing with their life. They're going through transformation. And they find that they they come across these times in their life where they're not really sure who they are or how they even should be behaving anymore. Like one example might be like with the holidays coming up and there's all of those traditions and special foods or parties or um, people that you're supposed to see around the holidays. There's just a lot of traditions. And like some of our clients are saying, you know, some of these traditions just don't fit into the person that I'm stepping into now. So Mm -hmm. now who am I? And now what do I do or... Or what? What? Um, who? Who really am I now? Is yeah. basically the question I keep hearing people mm-hmm. saying. I've been hearing that too. Yeah, me and too. it seems to be people from all different areas. So, some of these people have achieved a great transformation in changing their nutrition, and we've had a few people who have lost eighty plus pounds. And it's easy to for them. They they look in the mirror and say, you know what? I'm not sure who that person is. And they hear their voice and say, that doesn't even sound like my voice. My voice has changed since I've lost this weight. And it can, it, it seems like it's a dream come true. You know, oh my God, I lost 80 pounds. It's wonderful. And the people are very happy about that. But there's this transition time of a little bit of emptiness where you go, I'm not really sure who 
I for sure am. And what we've found when we work with these people is that it's just, there's no quick fix to that. There's no way to just fly through that and not feel that. And that's where maybe some of the spiritual healing comes in of, you know, who really am I? And what, what does my body really mean to me? And it's more than just what it looks like or more than what it feels like. And just that question of who am I? And that's what brings up this whole spiritual part that so many people are seeking out. And it, what we think is that it's very important to give yourself the time and the space to address that for yourself, especially the time. And that time can heal. And, and it's about being gentle with yourself and just allowing yourself to be in that maybe that empty place and maybe not know exactly what's in front of you. Knowing that it's going to be something new, that you're traveling to a new place. And, and one thing that I learned at this last retreat that I was at is that if, if you knew exactly where you were going, then it wouldn't be a place that's new. Right, And so if we travel to new places and we, we continue to change and evolve ourselves, we're taking ourselves to a place that's new. And, of course, you don't know exactly what that is. And you don't know exactly how that's going to be working for you. So you, it gives you a little bit of that feeling of emptiness. And that's what Madeline was bringing up about the holidays. They amplify all of this for people in that, you know, maybe day to day, maybe going through the summer, you know, they go through the fall and you're doing really, really great with yourself. But all of a sudden the holidays hit and you're around family and maybe some friends that you haven't seen for a long time. And it's, it's easy to feel very, very uncomfortable with that with so many people that we talk to around this time are just, they're very, very uncomfortable with it. And that's part of what we're going to just be talking about in our show today of how you can navigate through the holidays. Yeah, and so many times those people ask me, they say, what do I do? Like, uh, I'm going to this party, what should I do? Or, you know, I'm going through the holidays here, what do I do about that? They always ask, what do I do? And it's just important to remember, um, it's not so, don't think too much about what it is that you're going to do, but maybe think more about who am I now? And what what kind of person am I now? And then all of those things that you need to do, they'll match up with who that person is that you're stepping into now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And another thing around holidays and visiting people is that you are rediscovering who you are, but the people around you are also noticing this new person. You're acting differently than you might have been acting before or eating different things. And that'll change over time as well. But Mm -hmm. focusing on yourself and becoming really strong in who you are first is going to help all those other people transition. That's their job on their own to transition. Mm-hmm. And it looks like we're coming up on to another break here. So remember, we are going to be taking callers today. The number is one 472 5792 And feel free to give us a call if maybe you're going through transformation and you're not really quite sure how to take on the holidays. Or maybe you have a really good method that works for you. So again, that number is one 866 472 5792 Your life, your health 
your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Take charge of your fitness and take charge of your healthy life. Listen for Be Fit for Life with your host, Chad Austin. Think back over the past week, the past month, the past years. Are you like a lot of other people? Too busy with the kids, work, travel, social calendars, business calendars, the day, the night, this and that. Make the decision to be healthier. Just do it. Chad Austin has made a living from motivating people to stop excuses and make fitness a priority in their lives. Tune in every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. The show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Cancer Support Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Cancer is not something to be taken lightly, but instead of being talked at by doctors, medical providers, and others, wouldn't it be nice to hear from a host who has worked at the Cancer Coalface for 38 years as a caregiver, supporter for 14,000 patients, and who has had the experience of having a life-threatening condition herself? You will hear the stories of survivors and other people who work in breakthrough cancer medicine, navigating the cancer maze with host Grace Goller. We'll help you with the facts, planning, and grief experienced with different forms and stages of cancer. Listen every Friday at 12 noon U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Body Balance Talk. To reach Lucy Hewitt or her expert guests, please call into the program today at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to info at mybodybalancenutrition.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Body Balance Talk. I'm Lucy, along with Madeline and Jeannie, and we're going to continue our discussion about stress and the holidays. Yeah, and we were talking about how it's just difficult for so many people with their families. And when I was working with one client a few weeks ago, she just said, I just don't understand why it's so hard with families. You know, you would just think that it should be a grand time. Oh, the holidays are coming and everything's going to be wonderful. And it really is like that for a lot of people. But then there's another whole group of people that they really, really do struggle. And something that helped me when I learned this many years ago is, is this kind of explained why, why it's difficult sometimes with families if you yourself have been going through some changes. And I would just have to say that really anybody that grows up, you know, you're 10, you're 12, you're 20, and then you move away from home. And by the time you're 30 and 40 and 50, of course, you've been making some changes really everybody would be expected that they've been changing through their life. And how, how it was explained to me is it's a little bit like a mobile, you know, those things that hang from the ceiling, they're kind of decorative, or maybe you hang oh, it yes. over a baby's crib, or sometimes they're in dentist offices. And spin. it's 
Yeah, they kind of turn around. They have a stack of hor- a few horizontal sticks, and then they've got threads of little dangling things below, like stars or clowns or you know whatever it might be. And then just the ambient air kind of moves it around. And if you think of that, like those things that are hanging from the mobile, like those are that's one of them is you, and then the other ones are your family members. But it could also be a group of friends that you're in. It's just a group of people, but you're in that group too. And then what you imagine is if you make significant changes, and change would be uh, designated by you on that mobile moves, right? Well, can you imagine if you moved one of those things on the mobile, all of the other things move also, right? You can't really have a mobile with only one of those little dangling objects moving. If one of them moves, they all move. And that kind of signifies if you make changes in your life and become a little bit of a different person, there's a ripple effect and it actually affects the other people and they can't help but notice. And usually one of two things happen. Either they get very uncomfortable with with the change that they see in you, even if it's something that's very positive. Unfortunately, even observing positive change in a person can make other people feel very uncomfortable. So that could be one outcome. The other outcome could be that somebody sees that change and they really, really welcome it and that it affects them in a positive way as well. And then they also change. And so that would be a really, really positive group of people that you're with. Those are the people that love to be with their families. They have wonderful supportive groups of friends and people around them, people that welcome their change. But many people are in families or groups of friends that that those people really don't welcome your change. Even if it's something just amazingly positive for you, it can be very upsetting and threatening for them. And they start to display behavior that isn't necessarily very positive or nice. And when I learned this, it just it was helpful for me to have this analogy to understand what happens when people go through change and transformation. That you you can't you don't live on this planet just as an isolated rock by yourself. If you change, it affects other people. And so that's one reason that that we really think that people have so much trouble at holidays because often you haven't seen these people for a whole year or maybe longer than that. And you come back and like some of these clients we work with, they've lost 80 pounds, 70 pounds, 50 pounds, 90 pounds. And they go back and see friends and family and that can be very, very threatening and they're not received very well. So Lucy was mentioning before about really focus on yourself. And she, she didn't mean just be by yourself. Don't, don't go and see these people. I, what she really meant is focus, just focus on yourself. These other people can have their own reactions. And we can just be respectful that they, they're, they're going to see what they see or hear what they hear. They're going to have their own lives. And it's just up to them what they want to do with it. And for yourself about focusing on you, maybe you might want to consider limiting your time with the family and instead of spending three whole days with them, think, you know what, this year 
with all the change that's occurred for me, maybe I'm just going to spend a few hours with my family, a few really wonderful, loving, respectful hours of getting to know the other family members a bit and then going back with myself and taking myself back home and being with, with more familiar people. There are a lot of different things that people do to focus on themselves and take care of themselves during this time. But it's very important that you understand some of these dynamics before walking into it, and then you get caught off guard by it, and it can really set people back for the entire holiday season. And we, we, we hope that you actually have a really wonderful, beautiful, happy holiday season, and that's why we're discussing this before we even get to Thanksgiving. Yes, definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. And and another thing about choosing your time or how you deal with your changes going on, maybe you choose to just see these people that are more supportive or you go in, like Jeannie already said, you go in with a mindset. If you're going to see people that you think aren't going to be supportive of you, um, you know that you're making changes and you focus on that part of it. And let them have their own experience. Yes. And another piece of this is to start to develop a group of supportive friends. Yes. Friends that you can even call your family. And so it, it, you continue to just change and morph into, into a, 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 another person, really. And start to surround yourself with people that are supportive of you and supportive of your changes. And so we've been discussing about the whole idea of transforming, which can occur for people through so many different ways and something I just wanted to go back to that retreat that David and I were at this last um, four or five days and um, I kept in mind what Steve Jack said is that yes when you're doing spiritual transformation work you want to still focus on your physical body and we were so lucky to have that good nutritious food served to us but I was finding a little bit of a lack of movement and so I wanted to put that into the into the days for myself and um, David had been there before he knew the mountains a lot better than me and so he would take me on these nice walks up these paths up the mountain that were just absolutely breathtaking, but also really quite, quite exhilarating walking up such steep, steep mountains like that. And um, But I found that even that wasn't quite enough, so guess what I did? I, um, it might sound funny at a retreat, but I got out my computer and brought up my, I did my Tabatas. And we've talked about that before, that Tabatas are the high-intensity interval training and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to take these 30 minutes for myself and turn this turn this Tabata on. And it, it was actually a video that guided me through various exercises that I could just do right there in my room. I didn't have to have any special equipment. But it really, it really helped. And I found that with all of that blood rushing through my arteries and veins and all that oxygen and just, you know, whatever, that it, it really helped me on this retreat. It helped me to focus better. It helped me to feel better about my body. And it just drove home that message about nutrition is so important. Exercise is so important. And also spiritual transformation is important. All three of those, they all run together. And they're so important for anybody that wants to have, have really a quality life and feel good. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. The other thing is that I noticed that that mountain air, it was just so clean. And for some reason, when we're here in Minneapolis, you know, and, and this, this place where we have our studio, we've got the cell phone tower right here on the property. And there's cell phone towers everywhere. And Minneapolis is a pretty big city. And I, I really suspect that there, I just feel kind of bombarded by this EMF. And when we were in the mountains, it just felt like a lack of that EMF. It felt so quiet. And I noticed that I slept better than I normally sleep at home, even though these these were not like big luxury beds. They were, you know, single bed that was kind of squarish and hard. And, you know, you wouldn't go, wow, that, you know, great bed or anything. But I actually slept be- way better than I sleep at home. And I, I think that was the reason. And speaking of sleeping and relaxation, these are just really two aspects that are critical for anybody who wants to decrease stress and anxiety and also to, just to help you deal with the holidays, but really anytime. And stress, having that excess stress, it increases cravings and it makes you want, it makes you crave carbohydrates because carbs make you feel like you calm down and they feel like it, it makes your stress go away. But by having those carb cravings and continuing to eat lots of carbs, that adds to weight gain. Um, the other thing that happens is when, when you um, have so much stress, it decreases your magnesium. Magnesium is a mineral of huge abundance in your body. It's, it's critical in over 300 reactions in your body. And when you have stress going on and that hormone cortisol is high for you, that eats up a lot of your magnesium and depletes it. And one of the problems is that we already start out with a low magnesium status in the first place. So when we undergo stress, like stress around the holidays or stress in the winter or any time with the stress, that lowers your magnesium. And magnesium does so many wonderful things, but one of the things it does is it helps you to handle stress better. So we can see that it gets to be a cyclic pattern of high stress, that depletes your magnesium. And now that you have depleted magnesium, you don't deal with stress well. So now you have high stress. It keeps depleting it, and it becomes a circular issue uh, and really a problem. Yeah, so during the holiday times or any times when it's high stress, you should work on improving your magnesium stores, right? Yeah, exactly. And so we have a couple of tips. We're going to be just going into a short discussion about sleep. And um, one of the important things about sleeping is when you have a nice deep sleep, another hormone, melatonin, it rises way up. And melatonin helps your body repair and restore itself. And you want to have plenty of hours through the night where you have that high melatonin. And just just as a side note, melatonin comes from the other neurotransmitter, uh, serotonin. And we had a huge discussion about serotonin and how when it gets dark out in the fall, your serotonin falls and then you have cravings and all of that happens. Well, one of the other outcomes of having low serotonin is that then you have low melatonin. And so you actually don't sleep as well at night and you don't repair and restore. So we really, really recommend maybe going back to one of those other shows that we had that talked extensively about how to increase your serotonin, especially at this time of the year with light, with exercise, with amino acids, with all kinds of things. That's going to actually help you with your melatonin at night. And um, some of the important things to do for getting great, great sleep is to really put some effort to getting to bed by 10 p.m. 
And um, Lucy, do you have something to say about that magic hour sure. of 10 p.m.? Yes. When you're sleeping, or I should say during between the hours of 10 p.m. and 6 a.m., that's when your body does the most repair. Between about 10 and 2 a.m., that's when most of the physical repair happens. And then 2 to 6 a.m., that's a psychological repair. So we want to have our sleep fall within that hour of time. Mm-hmm. Yep, and we've talked about those Tabatas. I know we keep bringing these up, but it's such an important aspect. But when you do a Tabata, that high-intensity training, even if you're – and it sounds like it's for athletes, but it, it isn't. It's for everybody. Even if you're really, really super-duper out-of-shape person, Tabatas are for you because all it does is it pushes your heart rate really high. And if you're out of shape, it doesn't take very much to get it up high like that. But the point is, is when you bring your heart rate up so high and push your system like that, it really needs to repair. And it's in this repairing time where your body gets strong. And that's what Lucy was talking about, this 10 and 2 a.m., 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. is when you get that physical repair. So imagine if you just decide, well, you know what, I'm just going to be a night owl. I'm going to go to bed at 1 or 2. You kind of skip your physical repair. That's not going to be good for you if you're trying to um, improve your athleticism and improve your health. We want that repair time. And yeah. there's something, this, this quote that, um, it was actually from, from a medical journal, Psychoneuroendocrinology in 2005, November 30th, so almost at the same time of the year that we're at now. But um, it, it was mentioned here that it is likely that lack of rest, recovery, and restitution is a greater health problem than the absolute level of stress. And I think that's so important because sometimes in discussions about stress, it might be kind of misconstrued that you just shouldn't have any stress in your life. And mm-hmm. that's, that's really not true at all because stress is our, we're human beings. We're here on planet Earth and we're supposed to be stressed. That's actually how we stay alive and it's what keeps us going. So we absolutely want to have stress. Um, but, but what this statement is saying is that where you, get into health problems with it is if you don't give your body enough rest, recovery, and restitution. So we want to think, we want to play hard. We want to work hard. We want to have everything we want in our life. We even want to have arguments sometimes, and we want to get angry sometimes. All of those things are actually good to have in your life. But we also want to have rest, recovery, and restitution. So back to this sleep issue that if you're going to be going to bed, which we all do, we should all be doing that every single night, think two hours ahead of time. And two hours ahead of time is time to turn off the TV. And if you can, get off of the computer and even off of your phone. And put the phone away, even turn it off. If you need to go on a phone, I would suggest if anybody has landlines left, use a landline rather than your cell phone. Yeah, so why do you want to avoid those two hours before bed? Well, it's just going to start to get lower some of that EMF and also yeah. that light in your eyes. And we want to um, start, as long as there's, there's light in your eyes, and that would be from bright computer screens or TV, that light in your eyes is going to prevent you from getting the melatonin to start to rise. And the melatonin rises when it's dark. So when the sun goes down, you know, we all turn on the lights, of course, because it gets dark at about 4, 4.30 here now, which who's, most people here 
don't go to bed at that time, so we turn on the light so we can see. And that's great and everything, but about two hours before bed, just be sure it's not the bright lights of the TV and the computers and the cell phones and all that going. Maybe just have some nice lamps and reading and some some quiet time for the two hours before bed. That might be a really good time to take an infrared sauna, do some detoxification, listen to some music that's peaceful. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then... Is it time for a break? It looks like that's coming up here. Yes, it is. It is time for a break. So remember, everybody, we're taking callers. We'd love to hear about what you do to help decrease stress during the holidays. Uh, our number is one eight six six four seven two five seven nine two. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. How is your health? Do you want to know more about it? Every day there are new technologies, procedures, and healing techniques coming forward. To understand them, tune in to Speaking of Health with Dr. Michael Cudlis. Our guests come from different backgrounds in the fields of health and healing. We'll discuss new realities and modalities, from chiropractic to metagenics. It's all designed to improve your quality of life. Speaking of Health is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Ready for in-your-face, smash-mouth talk? Want to talk about the topics that nobody else is willing to talk about? Either because they're too scared to touch them or just don't think it's the way to go? You're not going to be shy here. Tune into Anything Goes featuring Ike Mega Griffin. He's got the facts to back up the talk and invites you to join him every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, just before the weekend on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Mega tells it like it is. Make the most of your beautiful life. Listen to Ageless Living with Dr. Tong Lee and co-host Kurt Wilhelm to gain tips on how to live healthier and happier, alleviate suffering, prevent disease, become more beautiful in body, mind, and fashion, and find peace, balance, and success in your life. Are you aware that every 3,500 calories that you eat above what you burn will put a pound of fat on your body? And running one mile only burns 200 calories? So portion size does matter. And migraines do have a cure. What is it? You'll have to tune in Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to Body Balance Talk. To reach Lucy Hewitt or her expert guests, please call into the program today at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to info at mybodybalancenutrition.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Body Balance Talk. I'm Lucy, along with Madeline and Jeannie. We were discussing sleep and how that helps us decrease stress. Yeah, and we were talking about those two hours, those two kind of critical hours before bed about turning the TV off and turn the computer off and turn your your iPhone off. And if you need to make calls, I know it sounds old-fashioned, but if you have to call somebody, see if you can use a landline. And almost better yet, you know, just maybe don't make 
make any calls right before bedtime. And um, something else that's very, very helpful for people, especially people that kind of wake up at night and you're stewing about issues and things that happen during your day, maybe within those two hours or uh, maybe right before you go to bed, sit or lie down and just think about your day. Just run through your day and anything that seemed upsetting or didn't seem like super positive to you, just somewhat address it in your mind and then you just simply let it go. And so your mind will just touch on those things and then you can let it go. It will be less likely that those issues just wake you up at maybe one or two or three or four in the morning. That if you get into that habit of letting it go, but you have to put your mind on it first. You actually have to to bring it up to yourself. Oh yes, that's right. This happened at work today. Somebody said this to me. Okay, this did happen. You acknowledge it and then let it go. That can also be very, very helpful for people to get a little bit better sleep. And something else is that your phone, not only just don't go on it if you can for two hours before night, but if you could just keep your phone out of the room, that's going to be beneficial just because that, that phone has, has that extra EMF along with the extra electronic equipment. If you can unplug or get rid of extra electronics that are in your room and just get your room as dark and peaceful and quiet as you possibly can. And most people sleep much better in a cool environment. So keep that in mind. Uh, when weekends come, that's it, it seems like it's a great time to just sleep in, you know, till noon or one or whatever. It's going to be highly beneficial for your health if you attempt to keep the same schedule during the work week as on the week weekends. Yeah, def- definitely it is. And we talked about going to bed by 10 p.m. to get that window of physical and psychological repair. But if 10 p.m. isn't doable for you, pick a time that's going to be consistently doable for you and stick with that even on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Something else that you can do, we mentioned magnesium. Magnesium is just so critical in so many different body reactions that you have. Magnesium is also very calming, and it relaxes muscles, it relaxes your mind, it relaxes your blood vessels, and most everybody is deficient in magnesium. And so come bedtime, we have two two choices for you. And one of them is that we would suggest if you can do a bath, do an Epsom salt bath. That Epsom salts oh. is magnesium sulfate. I love those baths. I've been doing a lot of those Epsom salt baths lately. Mm -hmm. And how much do you put in there in the bath? Um, You know, I don't actually measure it, but I would say probably about a cup of the salt into my bath. Mm -hmm. And then I like to put in some lavender essential oils and maybe some bubble bath too. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's it. And you do want to aim for at least a cup of Epsom salts and even one or two or even three cups works in there and soak in it. And your body will actually absorb that magnesium and it helps relax you. And here, here it is again, I'm going to bring up those Tabatas. You know, you do them sometimes and you get sore muscles. So that, that Epsom salt bath is great for the sore muscles to relax you, but it just really relaxes you overall. Um, the other thing that we would suggest is maybe uh, take some magnesium glycinate. That's a specific salt of magnesium that's very well absorbed. And by taking it in the bath through your body and then orally, you get it in two different salts in two different delivery systems. That's going to more effectively increase your magnesium stores. And you get an immediate effect from that of relaxation. But over time, it helps you manage stress better and better and better. And it also helps all of those 
over 300 reactions in your body that you need from these higher levels of magnesium that most people are deficient in. And then we have a special breathing technique that really, really helps at bedtime, but it helps throughout the day. And believe it or not, I've, I've done this. It's on the tape that we have here or a, a, a CD. And I had it on in the car. And usually, you know, people would say, well, don't, don't do these things in the car while you're driving. But I actually did it in the car driving. And it's nothing that puts you to sleep, but it relaxed me enough that I, I actually could focus better on my driving. Mm-hmm. So it's not something that is going to just make you fall instantly asleep. Really what it does is it shifts you from your sympathetic nervous system to your parasympathetic nervous system. And actually for driving, it's it's better to be just a little bit more relaxed. I think that you actually have a better yeah. um, responding time when you're driving than if you're all like totally stressed out in the car. And um, Lucy, did you have more to say about the rhythmic breathing? Yes. Yeah. When you re- when you breathe in a rhythmic pattern, which means four counts in, six counts out, something that's very consistent in and out, you start to get control of the rhythm of your breath, and that allows your brain to work better. So it'll increase your perception, increase your memory and your judgment. You'll feel more in control of your situation. So oh, this that's is- why I could drive better. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. So this is something that's great to do before a presentation or sometime when you're nervous. You often hear people say, oh, just take a few deep breaths before you go on stage or whatever it is that you're going to do. But the deep breathing isn't necessarily what's going to give you that relaxed feeling. It's that rhythmic breath. And then... I agree because, you know, if I just even sit here and just take a bunch of deep breaths, it actually can stir up my nervous system and I actually feel more nervous if I just start breathing really deep. And so I completely agree with you about this. This rhythmic breathing is completely different than just taking deep breaths. Yes. Yeah, Madeline, do you want to take us through it? Sure, sure. So for everybody who's listening, um, obviously if you're driving, keep your eyes open. But if you're able to, you might like to close your eyes or have a seat or even lie down for a few moments here. Although, you're not, like Jeannie said, you're not going to fall asleep or be put into some kind of other state. This yeah, is it's just, not a trance. Nope, this is just for um, just to focus and take a few moments to, to focus on this breath. And before we actually start in with the breath, take a scan of your body and ask yourself what your level of stress is right now. So let's actually decide you can, you can choose from 1 to 10, 10 being the most stressed, 1 being completely relaxed, and you just decide where about are you on that scale. And then just remember that number. So this breath, it's going to be four counts of an inhale through your nose, then we'll hold the breath for two counts, and then it'll be six counts of an exhale out through your mouth, and then we'll hold the breath for another two counts. All right, so I'll count you in. Let's begin to inhale for four, three, two, one. Hold your breath. And exhale for six, five, four, three, two, one, and hold your breath. Again, inhale through your nose for four, three, two, one, hold your breath, and exhale out through the mouth for six, 
five, four, three, two, one. Hold your breath. Inhale through your nose for four, three, two, one. Hold your breath. Exhale out through your mouth for six, five, four, three, two, one. Hold your breath and return to your natural breath. And take another scan through your body and notice if you've changed on the stress scale. Maybe you've gotten down a number or a couple of numbers on there. So that's really just that rhythmic breathing. That's all it is. It doesn't take very long. You don't have to spend an hour on it. You might even only need to do it one time to actually feel the level of your stress in your body go down a little bit. Mm-hmm. The first time I did it, I actually did kind of feel panicky. <laughs> and, and I think it was because when I inhaled for four, I actually didn't inhale fully. So I didn't, I didn't have enough air and then I had to hold my breath and then I'm getting panicky holding my breath, feeling like I'm not oxygenated. And then it felt forever exhaling. And I, I just realized, oh my God, this is, a, this is actually making me kind of stressed out. And so on the CD, he has the people just do it one time. Like he takes them through one time and then you just breathe normally and I felt like oh my god I'm gasping for air and I think that that the man on the CD must know that people that do it the first time kind of do it incorrectly like I did and so you have to breathe and breathe and breathe and then he did it again one time and then breathe and breathe and breathe and relax but then I got the hang of it and and at least for me the hang of it is on those four counts and you really have to take the full breath in like you have to get to your maximum of inhaling otherwise you don't have enough oxygen in you and then you start like running out of oxygen and getting panicky and then that drives your stress up so for anybody out there that was doing this just so you know, you want to practice it a few times until you're, you, you kind of get the hang of it and you know how much air to take in and how fast to exhale on those six counts. But why this, this shifts people into that parasympathetic state, it can be really any sort of breathing technique where your exhale is longer than your inhale. And so you might be at, um, like, like for us, we're doing this radio show and sometimes we get a little bit nervous before it, you know, we're sitting there and we're ready to go and, you know, your heart's beating and all of that and we don't have time to sit and count and do all of that. But what I've done for myself is I just think, take a deep breath in, I hold my breath and then I just breathe out kind of like as long as I can, just knowing that my goal is exhale longer than I took an inhale and I just feel like um, the stress just kind of falls off of my body and it's it's really a, a wonderful physical sensation and you really do seem to be able to focus better and um, your senses are heightened. So it's not something that just puts you to sleep. However, if you do this in bed and you just keep doing it over and over, I think it's a little bit like counting mm-hmm. sheep where all of a sudden you're right. inhaling and then you and go, it's oh, morning. <laughs> out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's morning time, time to get up. Yeah. 
Yeah, and you know, I actually did this rhythmic breathing in one of my classes the other day. I teach a, a really relaxing kind of stretch class here at the studio, and we have this long type of oh, meditation. But it's a special, special class. You got to tell people what it is. It's an aerial stretch class. So we use these aerial hammocks. If you've ever seen Cirque du Soleil, it's um, it's like an apparatus that you might see in the circus. Although we're using the hammock for stretching and relaxation and balance. Balancing. And then at the end of the class, it's the best part, everybody lies down in the hammock and it looks like everybody's lying in all these different cocoons in, in the air. It's really actually pretty. And we did this rhythmic breath at the beginning of that cocoon time. And usually when we do the cocoon, I just turn on the music and you know tell people to take a deep breath and we're quiet, and then everybody gets up and they shuffle out of the room. And, you know, it's nice and everything. This time, though, after this rhythmic breath, there were actually people that didn't wake up at the end, and I had to go over and, like, tap on them and ask them to wake up now after everybody had already gotten up and left the room. And that has never happened in that class before. And there was just such a shift in the room. Like, you could just tell the energy was so much more calm. And the people were in such a more present and relaxed state. And they were able to get out of the hammock and out of the cocoon at the end with more, um, like, they were more restored and, and, you know, more awake and centered after that. If that Mm -hmm. makes any sense at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. that definitely does. It does. You know, it looks like we're nearing the end of our show. So just to recap what we talked about today, that this, the holiday times can be quite a stressful time for people. So focusing on your own changes that you're making. And focusing on rest and yep. recovery and restitution. That's going to help us all through the holidays. So thanks, everybody, for listening to Body Balance Talk. Be sure to visit the blog at My Body Balance nutrition.com to see the pumpkin pie recipe and, and cranberries yes cranberry sauce oh that's the best recipe and soon we'll have that kefir recipe we'll have lots of recipes for you to use <laughs> so i'm lucy along with madeline and Jeannie, and that's our show bye bye thanks again for tuning in this week Join Lucy Hewitt for another edition of Body Balance Talk next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. This week, listen to yourself and make it a healthy life ahead. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.